0: Hello again, and welcome to episode 165 of SDGC for Thursday, October the 10th. If you're not aware, Super Deformed Gamescast meets right here each and every Thursday night at 9pm Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do a whole bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, pre-recorded content, and a bi-weekly morning show every other Friday. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, hey, maybe feel free to stick around and throw us a sub. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel for those who like to watch. And you can find us on all major podcast services for those who like to listen. How is everybody? Yo, what's up, dude? Reb is I'm good. Reb, Reb is Reb. Do you see
1: this nonsense going on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do a pod. Oh, oh, no. oh, there, okay. oh there we go. That was End's it. Done. That was it. And <laughs> we're here.
0: He's gone. Hello, everybody. How How is everybody doing? Good. Good, good. How about everybody in chat? How's everybody in chat?
1: Y'all hanging in there? It's been one hell of a news.
2: I know.
0: Week. It's been a fucking. Uh, it's been a fucking week for news. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here with everybody. Uh, I missed you all. I'm happy.
1: You. I'm happy that we are doing this instead of tuning into uh, a certain president's uh, Twitch stream.
0: Hey, look. You know what? You know what? If you want, it, it, the best way to say... F- fuck donald trump i'll say it the best way to say fuck donald trump is to not watch his lame-ass twitch stream and instead tune in to sdgc on this lovely thursday night at 9 p.m eastern standard time and i do have an announcement to make from now on i've made a decision from now on when we are quoting articles on this podcast we will exclusively be quoting from gamesindustry.biz because it's just a great website <laughs> are, you uh, to, are you trying
2: to are you trying to me showed. up for something, just a John? Great like,
0: website.
1: are you well, trying to? What also, you, what's happening here?
0: Mostly, mostly because every time I say here's an IGN article, I can see Reb's like, "Hey, you know, we were." No, it's not the IGN. IGN's fine. <laughs>
1: it's it's when you it's when you go here's a here's a Venture Beat article or here's a Gama Sutra <laughs> article, literally our direct competitors. Like, come on, man. No, IGN's great. They got Matt Kim there.
0: Hey, they kind of got me there too. I wrote an article there once.
1: You did write an article there once. And 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 told everybody to censor video games. I did.
0: I'm sorry. Sorry about taking your taking away your video games, everybody. I I really I apologize for that. Uh so I think what we want to do tonight is uh start on
1: PlayStation 5
0: or Blizzard. We start with Blizzard.
1: We had like a whole discussion about this before the podcast and
0: I don't remember what we decided. I I think we decided Blizzard. Yeah, Yeah. Jeff said Blizzard. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're gonna talk all right, we're gonna start off with Blizzard. We're gonna start off with Blizzard. Woo! So, so uh, Buckle let, up. what's that? Oh yeah, no, this is a uh, this is a big one. So I've got three separate articles up, um, all of course from GamesIndustry.biz, wonderful website <laughs> that it is. And um, so, uh, I'll actually,
1: since you're gonna do that, I will I will plug that they probably. Two, I don't know what the third one is that you have up, but two of the three that I know you have up are from Marie D'Alessandre, who is our new staff writer. And yes. she's she's wonderful and congrats to her and I'm glad she's on board. That Go is, follow her on Twitter. I don't know what her handle is, but if you look her up, Marie D'Alessandre. D'Alessandre. It's very French. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, no, she is. This is one of the articles. She wrote one of the articles <laughs> that I'm quoting. Uh, so it, uh, if you play games uh, and you don't live in Iraq, then you know that there is a huge controversy right now surrounding Blizzard and China uh and uh you know what reb since i'm quoting from gamesindustry.biz do you want to kind of refresh everybody's memory on what exactly happened how this all kicked off
1: uh yeah so i I mean this is a fairly long saga but i'll try to give like a real quick summary of everything that happened and everything that's happened since as as succinct as i possibly can um so this i believe happened at the end the actual incident happened i think at the end of last week i think that's correct Um, there was a professional Hearthstone player at the Hearthstone Grandmasters. Um, I, I will pronounce, I I cannot pronounce his name. I'm so sorry. He goes by Blitzchung. I, 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 I'm sorry. No, just Um, go I'm a butcher no matter what. Um, but anyway, he, um, he, he won his match and he was doing an interview after his match. And he, at some point put on a gas mask and goggles, um, similar to what the Hong Kong protesters have been wearing over there during the, all the demonstrations, um, and he said in the middle of the stream, liberate Hong Kong revolution of our age. Um afterwards, uh Blizzard decided that they were going to take away his prize money, uh, take him out of the competition, ban him from playing in Hearthstone Esports for 12 months, and they also ended their relationship with the two interviewers who were working with him. Uh their their involvement in this is questionable. I think I think the the determination is they didn't they didn't know he was gonna do that, but they just ended uh, their relationship with him. So so this happened. Um, and people are not pleased about this. It is not, it's not completely clear exactly, like, I mean, I know we kind of know why Blizzard did it, but, like, there's speculation that, like, tencent pressured them or like the chinese government pressured them and we don't know any of that like this was just something that, or they maybe didn't.
3: they did it just of their own volition without yeah
1: i mean we can we can go into discussion as to why they it. why yeah. they might do something like this there are a lot of different reasons but they've done this they really haven't issued a statement since they they basically did it and they've kind of clammed up ever since they said that they were evaluating the situation and gadget at one point but anyway the reason why they're evaluating it is because people are pissed um, the, let's see, a bunch of Blizzard employees staged a walkout the other day of um, some of them were carrying umbrellas, which was, uh, it's a pro it's a symbol of kind of the protests in Hong Kong, um, that have, have gone on, uh, I think back in like 2014, um, there were were a set of protests Man. where the umbrellas is like a really big symbol. Um, so they did a walkout. They covered up uh, two of the values that are on the plaques surrounding the big orc statue. That in front was of the, wild, the, the, Yeah, the, the values they covered up were think globally and every voice matters. Yep. Um, then another fellow... Uh, sorry, I'm skimming through the article for his name really quick to make sure I get it right. Uh, Brian Kibler. Um, he was going to be a caster for the Hearthstone Grandmasters final in November at BlizzCon, and he decided that he... <laughs> Wasn't going to do that anymore in protests. He couldn't. He said he couldn't be associated with it in good conscience. He's been a good
3: guy since. The, I remember him from Magic the Gathering when I played in high school. Like he's been around forever. He's a good guy.
1: Yeah. So, so that that'll happen. Then, um, two U.S. senators, Marco Rubio, for some reason, and Ron Wyden, who's a Democratic senator from Oregon, uh, both uh, tweeted at some point talking about how this was China basically trying to harm free speech in America. Um, so they actually got into it. Um, this is not in the article anywhere, but this news actually made it to my Kansas city local news station, which I think it's always wild when big video game news makes it there. So it's, it's getting out beyond video games. Um, what else has happened? Uh, the blizzard subreddit, I think had to be set to private. I don't know if it's been reinstated at this point, but it was just literally a nonstop stream of topics about that. Um, the, I know the wow and the Hearthstone subreddit, Subreddits have also had to take specific measures. They're not set to private, but they've had to like kind of condense everything into topics because this is all anyone wants to talk about. Um, there was a hashtag Blizzard Boycott that was trending on Twitter yesterday. There's a petition going around. Um, a bunch of people are trying to turn May from Overwatch into a big pro-democracy symbol. Yeah, I um, saw that for Hong Kong. Um
3: and Ooh. BlizzCon is in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, BlizzCon
1: is in three weeks, and oh, and then there there have been I think a couple people at this point. Um, I know Immutable, uh, they developed some game called God, Gods Unchained was um offering to replenish um, uh, BlizzChung's uh winnings that he that's he had so taken cool. away. Um, I think oh, a couple cool. other people have offered similar things though. A couple of the people I've seen, I've gotten a couple of press releases about other people offering similar things though they seem mostly trying to promote themselves. Um, the Immutable seems like maybe they're attempting to do the right thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, so a lot of people pissed. I'm sure more things have happened since then at this point. Like, it Wasn't just Wasn't there also, going like,
4: on. so many people were trying to, like, deactivate their, uh, Blizzard accounts right. that there was actually an outage, so, and you couldn't you couldn't for a little while? It crazy. was just, yeah,
2: yeah. So I don't think it was disabled, I think it was just we don't busy know, or something. Like,
1: we don't have an actual statement as to what happened there. Someone tweeted the other night that they were trying to deactivate their Blizzard account, and like all four forms of deactivation were down or something weird like that, they tweeted. Um, and that tweet kind of went viral a little bit. And I don't know how many people confirmed that they were having the same problem, but whatever it was, the problem seems to have been solved within an hour. Like a lot of people were saying that it was Blizzard trying to shut down its account deactivation. Spend. Yeah, no, I, I
4: wasn't saying it doesn't. was that. Oh, I no, thought I know, I thought it was I, just I know you weren't it.
1: saying that, but like that's a, that was going around and I do want to um, clarify that. I don't think that was a deliberate move by Blizzard. I think, I think that was just something that happened.
4: I think another big one is that Epic, who also has a significant oh, yeah. um, share owned by Tencent, um, made a statement saying that they will not um, censor their esports players' uh, political speech.
1: Well, Epic's Epic, Tencent share in Epic is like forty percent, I think. It's 40 like
0: forty something, 40 something percent. No, 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 it's four four point 4.9. Uh, uh, Tencent only Te- four... Epic. Epic? It's, oh, I, no, no. it's, oh, it's, no, it's no, over forty no, percent. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Activision Blizzard. My bad. Sorry. That sorry. this is
1: the point. That's the point I'm making. Yeah. John. Tencent. Sh- so this. This is why I don't think. Like a lot of people are jumping to the. Oh, it's Tencent trying to control them. Ten again. Tencent owns like a forty some percent share in Epic Games. They own like a single digit share in Blizzard. This is. This is not. This is not Tencent. Like. This is my my theory and I guess I guess this is where I would start the discussion my theory as to why Blizzard is doing this is mm-hmm. I I think they saw this happen and panicked and didn't think that it was I don't I think they drastically underestimated how much everybody cared about this kind of thing I think they got scared when they saw um, Blizz Chung say this and they didn't want to piss off um, their Chinese market which is extremely large mm-hmm. and significant and I think they like hit hit the button really quickly, and we're like, no, okay, we're not. We're gonna we're gonna cut this off. We're not gonna let this guy do anything else because we don't want this kind of trouble. And inadvertently, basically. Ensured that a bunch of people are going to be showing up to all the blizzard events for like the next however long with big liberate Hong kong signs. Weeks,
3: it, like, yeah.
1: they basically just guaranteed that people are going to keep doing this. People and I, love I'm waiting. Troll
3: blizzard, yeah. I oh, guarantee
1: absolutely. that they are I, like there's no way they don't eventually come out with some kind of statement either backpedaling or or doing something I at mean, some point because because otherwise pe- people are not gonna let this go. And I think that's I, I think that's kind of wild, like. I, I I am aware of the protests in Hong Kong. I had to educate myself a little bit. I still I still don't feel that I fully understand the situation, even though I've read up yeah, on I've it over the last couple of it, days. Yes,
3: I, like it's been an eye opening ex- yeah, experience. Yeah, before.
1: but I don't. I didn't think that as much of the Western world was aware of this as the Western gaming world, especially. Like we usually don't care about politics that much. I didn't think. I feel so like maybe
3: people is, are just hearing about it for the first time a lot now.
0: Like, yeah. Hold well, on. Uh, Oh, no, Brandon, I'm sorry. Brandon, finish with that. No, 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 you're good. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I'm sorry.
3: I didn't say anything. You're good.
0: Jeff, go ahead. ahead No, yeah,
5: I was just going to say, like, I know... uh, I wanted to mention, I know we're a games (laughs) podcast, so we got to keep it focused on games, but I find it interesting that... I, I Reb talked about Blizzard actually getting coverage on like local mainstream news. There's uh in tandem with it, a second huge news story kind of around the same thing, which is the NBA right now. Yeah. Um, China is basically muzzling all of the NBA players because they have so much control uh, over that league. And I'm just, I find it interesting that they're both in the news and both very similar situations. And I wonder if either, I wonder if Blizzard is kind of keeping an eye on that, or look like I'm just wondering if they'll play out side by side, or if there's going to be any. I'm curious to see how both of those organizations approach and handle this. Um, and it is just like further evidence of how scary this is, and how how many other companies are uh, are probably we just don't know about it. But well,
0: uh, well I mean, I, I mean, Jeff, I'm starting to cut you off, but I mean, like, look at the film industry. I mean, dude, the film industry is massively beholden Mm -hmm. to China, and China has huge problems with any depiction of China in a negative light uh, in Hollywood. Um, Well,
5: I believe it was confirmed by, in some manner, that the reason the ancient one in Doctor Strange was white uh, and not uh, Mm -hmm. Tibetan as in the comics is because China refuses to recognize uh, Tibet as a valid... Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. That is 100% correct. They straight up admitted we did this because we wanted to make money in China.
0: Yeah. I would also note
1: Fuck that not. as a result of all this, a lot of people have been kind of finding. It. Oh, I guess a lot of these topics have been blowing up across other games as well, where like people are trying to or finding other places where like like there have been several stories recently about Apple removing apps from the App Store that have something to do with Hong Kong or uh, something like that. And I would note that I reached out to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different publishers who also either run in full or in part esports events that are international, and asking them for statements about this, and I have gotten not one response.
0: That's really upsetting. It's really frustrating. That's I take really... it, I take it back. I
1: got one response that was, "We'll get back to you."
0: <laughs> it's the most stock ass bullshit I've ever heard, Justin. Go ahead.
4: Um, so something I wanted to um, kind of raise when, in this uh, discussion is so while a lot of people are rightfully supporting Hong Kong and the right to free speech and free political speech, um there are a lot of people that I think are not engaging in this debate in good faith. Um there's a yeah, lot of people so that's that were associated a thing to bring up. There are a lot of people that are associated with Gamergate that have been getting their voices um, amplified um, on Twitter, basically just because, you know, somebody saw something that they RT'd and then, you know, RT'd it, and then it went around again um, in some, you know, mainstream gaming magazines. And there's been a rising, like, level of xenophobia and racism, especially when it comes to China and Tencent and stuff in certain gaming communities and i think the same thing
3: with like the epic game store yeah that, no, that, that was so what i was just going to say racist. yeah uh,
4: okay. um like i've seen things where like it's like oh the chinese are brainwashed so they don't want to do this oh they'll do anything to get ahead so they what? cheat in free to play games it's really bad yeah i just want to urge people to be cautious about what voices they're boosting uh what kind of points they're engaging with and making sure it's people that are um you know engaging in good faith with this conversation because this is kind of one of the rare instances where everybody's kind of on the same page of the argument, but not everybody has the right reasons. And um, I just want to make sure everybody is very careful um, with you know the kind of voices they boost and how they
0: engage in these conversations. I'm sorry, Reb, go ahead. I would, just, I would argue
1: that it is possible to think this was a really fucking stupid decision by Blizzard and think that the Chinese government is kind of fucking scary and has their hand in a bunch of places that we really don't want governments to have a hand in and also you know not just like unanimously hate china and be racist i think that those are yeah. views that you can hold at the same time somehow yeah, no, those, in your those mind are... <laughs> you
0: you you kind of have to separate the chinese government from the chinese people um i think is kind of the big takeaway from that
5: Which should be Um, easy when you look at what's going on in America. Exactly, right. right. Yeah, Jeff,
0: exactly. Here's the piece of shit Um,
5: administration, and then here's the people that live in this country. Yeah,
0: and and, and they don't have a choice in the matter, right? Right, yeah. That's that's them. That's just – that's their lives. And um, and and
5: and a lot
1: of them in Hong Kong are out on the streets right now protesting it.
5: But also understanding that people in mainland China with the influence and control China has over the internet – some of them are – not all of the facts are available to everyone. And when you're in yeah. those situations, it's very easy to be misled. And it doesn't mean it, – it's no excuse for racism or anything. Like that. It's just understanding that, like, this is just how fucked up the situation is with that government and how much can they control they have over the world.
1: And a lot of people don't have the freedom or the the space or the security – to be able to actually go out and speak their mind in protest, a lot of people simply aren't capable, even though they hold, you know, certain views. And even if they didn't, like, it's not their fault. It's, yeah. Anyway, yes. Well,
0: and and I I also want to give a shout out to some of the some of the outlets and and individuals, you know, the decent-minded folk like us, uh, who have been voicing their the, you know their support. Um, uh, I, I, a really good example of that our our very good friends over at Kind of Funny who did an amazing tweet today, uh, about the unboxing of the World of Warcraft Classic edition. It was just a sign on the back of the box that said uh, "Free Hong Kong." Uh, it was it was and it was just five minutes, a five minute shot of that box, and uh, it was great. I I love I love seeing stuff like that. I love seeing that kind of support, Espe- especially from like. Like outlets with a ton of influence and 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 like a huge platform, like you know, like like it kind of funny, you know. I thought that was great.
4: But by, by the way, how many Hong Kong May cosplayers are there going to be at B- God? Tons, right? How many
0: Winnie the
1: Pooh cosplayers? Oh, oh be my
2: Winnie God,
3: the Pooh yes. and Hong Kong May as far as the eye can see, and they're all going to get kicked out, which is going to be its own controversy.
1: <laughs> well, but.
2: Like, no, like right. can
1: they? Like I mean yeah they do, can. do you well okay they can. Will they? Because can you fucking imagine like at this point <laughs> do you really think Blizzard is going to do anything deliberately or dramatically that is going to escalate this further?
3: Yes. Yes. I do, I do. actually. I yes, I, do. I don't
1: know. I I don't know.
5: After the BlizzCon reception last year, I just <laughs> I've
3: been a fan of Blizzard for a long time and I kind of feel like yeah. I've you're... They stick to their guns.
1: You, but you know the re- like. Okay, the reaction to this is re- is like way surprisingly big. It's way bigger than I thought it would
2: be. I think. Can you I imagine it is, if they kicked they out are, they if they
1: me. kicked out a hundred people from BlizzCon for being dressed as either Winnie the Pooh or Hong Kong May? Can you imagine the backlash that would bring?
3: Yeah, it'd be huge. But uh, yeah, like, like, again, no, like so, I the question think. is how how deep are they in with their Chinese overlords, right? I, do
1: I really I, do think they just they they panicked and hit a button and and are now having to well, scramble to figure and, out what and, to do. And, 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 I just have and, go ahead. Go, go, Justin. I'm sorry. I just
4: have a question. I've only heard that the actions were taken and respo- and we've had responses from Blizzard China. Have we heard aside from like you know the employee protests and stuff? Have we heard officially from any Blizzard source outside of China?
1: Um, I know they said to Engadget they were assessing the situation. Let me check real quick.
4: Okay, because I've only seen Blizzard China quotes. Um, sure. I didn't. I didn't know the Blizzard what...
1: China quotes are really fucked up. I. Oh yeah,
4: yeah. No, they're they're
0: straight up. Do you guys? Do you guys? You will not
4: besmirch the name, like the the dignity of our country and stuff. Yeah. 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 Do do
0: you guys want to know a sick drinking game at BlizzCon this year? Take a shot every time you see a free Hong Kong sign in the crowd.
4: You'll be dead on the first like crowd pan. Yeah.
0: No.
2: Okay.
1: The official statement from Blizzard they they did actually publish a blog post about this. Um. They they said what happened and they said that uh, his action violated the 2019 Hearthstone Grandmasters official competition rules, um, which is engaging in any act that in Blizzard's sole discretion brings you into public disrepute, offends a portion or group of the public, or otherwise damages Blizzard image will result in a removal from Grandmasters and reduction of the player's prize total to zero dollars, in addition to any other remedies. Man, 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 man. I, um, I, I
0: saw. So that.
1: Yeah. yeah. So so that was their that's their official statement. That was from two days ago. They have not said anything since.
0: That is such garbage. How does free Hong Kong somehow damage Blizzard's public standing?
5: Well, I, I, the state the rule is intentionally vague because it's just saying they can do yeah. it. Like it's at their discretion, oh, which yeah, means they can basically do whatever they want for anything you say. Like it's just a loophole. yeah. I just want to...
0: Address okay, I, a, I, I just I want to, I real just quick, need to clarify. Uh, Justin,
4: Because there's quick. just been so many stories about this, and I just I just wasn't
0: sure.
1: Because more things keep happening. Like, yeah. goddammit. Ah!
0: Real, real quick, I want to address a question in chat from the Sam and Owen show. I'm looking to start a podcast. What tips would you give me? Get a Twitch channel and start your podcast. Best or
1: whatever podcasting do. platform
0: mm-hmm. you want. Yeah. Or or whatever, YouTube, whatever. Just, just go do it. That's the best advice I can give you. Um... That's all we did. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> yeah. all we did. Um, and we just,
3: we do just it had and a bunch of it. friends that knew each other from you know certain yeah. places. And... keep
0: keep doing it, keep doing it, keep going at it, and see what happens. But don't you know? Don't do it and don't quit. Um, as so, you know, Reb had raised an interesting question. Like, how do they actually handle the situation? Right? Like, what do they do? Like, like, do will they walk this back? Will they apologize? You know, like.
1: That's the thing, right? Like, I, I really, I again, I think they hit they panicked when this happened, they were afraid of upsetting their Chinese audi- audience, they made this decision. They didn't realize that the Western audience was going to get upset, um, in the way that they did. They can't walk this back, though. That's the thing. They're because if they Iraq because even place. like if China, like, I don't think that anybody, like, I don't think the Chinese government was watching this and like called up, like, I don't know, fucking yeah. whoever's in charge of Blizzard now, I can't remember since Mike Morhave left. Um, and said, "Hey, or J- was it Jalen Brack? Is that who it is? Um, yeah, called him right up and was right. like, hey, hey, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like, turn this off right now. Get rid of this guy. Like, I don't think that's what happened. I do think that this has now caught up enough attention that if Blizzard does walk back this decision,
0: oh, they're somebody over it's there gonna is be,
1: not going to be pleased about it's it. It's going to be
4: so much worse in, for the Chinese response mm-hmm. if they walk it back than if they hadn't done anything in the first place. Okay. But uh, in terms of the international <laughs> response, mm-hmm yeah it's, like 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 they're in such a bad position with bad. if they
5: just ignored it, they could claim to the Chinese that they are just indifferent or like they're just staying out of it or even now, like if they walk it response. if they walk it back, it basically says that they're supporting it.
1: I even so. think they could have gotten away with a softer response like yeah. like just removing him from this particular competition at this time or not not letting go the two interviewers who apparently had nothing to do with it like what the fuck? Yeah, like, that
3: is fucked up, yeah I'm Like, late. I think if they had
1: responded in a softer way, people wouldn't have gotten quite as ma- like people still would have gotten mad. It would have gotten some Reddit threads, but this is ju- this just seems so wildly disproportionate. And again, like people people are not. I I don't think people are gonna let this go. I so, think, like, especially I think, the Hearthstone community, I don't think they'll let this go. I
4: think if the response had been something like, you know, maybe he did because there was. As much as I hate to say it, there was a contractual detail that, you know, can come in. Like, if they had just been like, okay, you can't participate in Hearthstone competitions for a while, but let him have his prize money, I think people, I think, like, that was kind of the thing that really set people off, is they're just like, no, it's like you didn't, like, it's just like they immediately, like, erased him and not just, like, gave him some kind of in, in, like, in esports punishment, If that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Like if I was
1: in a professional Hearthstone competition, I would never be. But if I I can't play Hearthstone for shit. But if I was (laughs) and I got on camera in an interview, took the microphone and just yelled fuck Donald Trump really loud, I would not expect there to be zero repercussions for that. I mean we'll do it. I would not expect to I would not expect to be banned from Hearthstone for a year, have all my winnings taken away and kicked out of the competition I was in, but maybe like a smaller version of that, I would expect to the
2: thing,
0: the thing Blizzard that we, goes hard. The thing, that, <laughs> the, the thing that really bothers me here. And I want to really quick touch on something that glorious Ward said in chat. Like you're talking about a country that is putting uh, the Uyghurs, which is basically, if you don't know who they are, they are Chinese Muslims who live in the South of China. They're putting them in concentration camps and we are allowing them to dictate the terms of our gaming industry we're allowing them to dictate the terms of our, of our, of the sports industry. And I, my question is what's next. And it just, it, it leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. Um, it's just the whole situation is frustrating. And I completely agree with rep. There is no, there is no good out for blizzard here. Um,
1: yeah, I don't or, know what the right response is
0: or, or the NBA for that matter. Like, like, I mean, because rep, just like you said, like, If like China wasn't watching, I I agree with you. I I guarantee China was China wasn't watching this before then, but they are now. I mean, they they were.
1: I'm sure. Like like like. I mean, again, following like they're not doing. No one in China watches. Like people in China watch. I just think. I think they would have gotten some backlash either way just because this happened, but I think that their disproportionate reaction blew this wildly out of control. And I, I I should clarify, I do know what the right answer is, like the morally right answer is here, but I don't know what the, from a business standpoint, what the yeah correct answer
0: is. So uh, uh, Imran in chat said Blizzard should bring Blitzchunk to BlizzCon on apologizing stage. I agree, and it's never going to happen. No, oh, yeah. like no, no, they would not. They can't. The no, I mean, that can't. would end. They literally can't, they, they can't. straight up can't. Yeah, um, careful, <laughs> sir baggy pants and Chad. Careful, guys, who got SDGC banned in China. Fuck it,
1: our big Chinese audience.
0: Yeah. All of our, no, all, all, our that.
1: Yeah. all that constant money we'd be losing. Uh, does you know?
0: anybody have anything else they want to say about Blizzard before we move on to uh, PlayStation 5? I think we covered um, it
1: liberate hong kong
0: liberate hong kong free hong kong everybody we stand with (laughs)
3: revolution of our time
0: we stand we we stand with everybody in hong kong we do here by the way by the way
4: check out some of those videos the hong kong protesters because they are the most badass organized protesters i've ever seen
1: they're tough and like, I guess the other thing, like, I mean, i I have done like some very basic research on this now, like just to sort of figure out what's going on and better understand the topic. But I intend to do more. Visit your local library, read a magazine, read a book, read a newspaper from like a trusted journalistic source, and find out what's happening and learn about this, you know, political major political event that is happening in the time you are alive.
0: I couldn't have said that better myself, Reb. That was excellent. And I think it's time. To move on from Blizzard and talk about something a little more positive, which is... Mostly. Actually, no. What's that?
1: Well, it goes downhill pretty quick. but keep it, it does,
0: but we're going to start off on a positive note, Reb. We're going to start All off right, on right, a positive right, note. Right. We're going right. to talk about the next generation of video game consoles. The last generation, I hear. Uh, it's always
3: an up. exciting time. You the... know, has, it been, has it been six years already? Honestly. Already.
0: It's been, it's been a long time. And, and now we are ready to move into the future and talk about not the PlayStation sure. 5, which was, guys, w- wasn't this announced? Like, this was the weirdest info drop for the yeah, content so I've really. ever seen. This is the second so time really. they've
1: done this. They keep giving this exclusive to the Wired, which, like, the Wired's great. Nothing against yeah. the Wired, but it just seems like, I, again, I'm, I'm not trying to insult the Wired because the Wired does good work. It just seems very weird that both of these exclusives have gone to the and Wired also, of all
4: also, things. Also, Wired was the one that broke that Crossplay is available. Sony didn't put out like a PR statement wired said that their development sources confirmed it too. So, I don't know if Who wired has just buzz? has good
5: connections or Who what. What
1: the wired is buzzed yeah. with like <laughs> a,
5: Can a, I just I say know. can I just say I love this though? Like I am so glad it wasn't like three weeks of like a countdown gif on playstation's oh, twitter God, every day yeah. like it's coming something's coming and we're all like we like know the, what it is like the what pokemon reveal
0: like the 24-hour no. pokemon reveal where you had like no. a total of seven for shots, a palette so swap
5: pony time. time yeah
0: okay
1: Okay. do not insult galarian <laughs> no Bonito. it looks that awesome is amazing it, it looks you awesome in said, hornet's
0: nest, rest but,
1: in peace joe merrick
0: <laughs>
4: I, was, I was gonna say people watched Every second of that 24 hours. So I, by the way, I
0: just want to point out. I just want to point out, Justin and Reb, somebody actually broke down how many minutes in that 24 hour stream there was actually a Pokemon on screen. Seven minutes out of 24 hours. The rest of the time it was just a fucking forest.
4: See, when when I heard they were doing that, sorry, we're getting way off topic, yeah, we but are, I yeah, want to talk we're, about this because no, it's funny. Great.
1: Keep talking um, about it.
4: I thought, I thought it was like, oh, they're gonna tease. A bunch of Pokemon oh, yeah, and then have some big reveals like show off legendaries and stuff like yeah. I thought it was gonna be this really really big like Pokemon reveal event where we're gonna get like 10 plus Pokemon like and then it was just a different colored ponytail they show, like, like
1: a little bit more of Impidimp who seen kind of on like camera shots of screens before so that was nice but yeah I was at I was at a convention in Miami flying back that day so I was actually I was awake for a reasonable chunk of that 24 hours but not watching the stream because I was working and so I would like go off to work for like an hour and do and like watch a panel or something and then check my phone because I was like so excited for whatever was happening and it's just Joe Merrick from Ceraby just slowly deteriorating.
4: <laughs> he's he's the only person that runs that site, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So man, it was I think so. it was
4: it was him for all twenty four
2: like, hours.
1: Ooh. I think he has for, like for some contributor or like crowdsourced help, maybe. I don't know what kind of help he has, but like like yeah, he he stayed awake for the full twenty four hours doing this, and I just my god.
4: So, like uh, it's almost like they did it on purpose. <laughs> Just to troll him just specifically. Fuck with him,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a delight. I also, before we move on to something, I want to point out that Jeff is watching hockey right now—the most <laughs> hey, Canadian-ass <it's... laughs> thing he could possibly. Do. I was trying to
5: ignore it, but they just tied it up, and it's going into OT. So I'm going to be. Who are we
1: supporting, Jeff? Who are we cheering for?
5: uh the Oilers, obviously. Ooh. The Oilers. The Oilers.
0: The Oilers. Who are the Oilers? The Edmonton Oilers. Oh. Fucking Wayne Edmonton Gretzky. Oilers. You heard of Wayne
1: Gretzky? Uh, hey, i,
5: I heard of that guy. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. Oilers. Is got he like Blake, right. Blake Bortles
1: Hawks. of hockey? I don't know. Oh, um, uh, sure. Who are they playing?
5: Uh Devils, New Jersey, and nobody oh. likes New Go Jersey. New oh yeah, Jersey. nobody okay. likes New okay. Jersey. Okay. Go, New Go New Jersey! Huh? Okay, anyway, Go continue. Jersey. Sorry,
1: that
0: was a the lovely, only reason, lovely. Jeff. The only Jeff. The reason I'm saying New Jersey is because Martin Brodeur is one of my favorite goalies of all time. So,
3: he used to play for the Avalanche. Yeah, he,
0: he did. Yeah, yeah. Martin, yeah, Martin was
5: a fan. Avalanche fan died fan. to me when Sakic retired. But
3: I mean, yeah, I haven't paid attention to the yeah. Avalanche.
0: All time. right, PlayStation Five, <laughs> video games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no know things about
5: sports, NBA, and so I have and to get it. I was just.
1: Trying to show a healthy friendly interest in I,
5: I appreciate it so much
0: <laughs> all right so
1: if you ever um, see me with a sport on in the background you ask me about it i told you It'll gotta get that happen. sports jersey the sports jersey i have an esports jersey that's all i
0: got so uh so i don't know too much about the playstation 5 specs i do know this thing is apparently 8k uh, which are, I mean, how many AK
4: Well, let's, let's, okay, okay, let's be okay.
5: responsible with how we John,
4: let me just, I'll go over the spec stuff and I'll All unpack right, Justin, it so not stupid. Justin, go over the specs. Okay, so. Jeff's yelling at me. Um, they, confer- they had originally confirmed it was going to be an 8-core um, Zen 2-based CPU. They also confirmed that it is going to be uh, 16 threads as well, um, which will help for multi-threading. Um, it is going to have a super fast solid state, um, drive, which again, previously confirmed, but, um, they talked more about how it's going to impact games. Um, they talked about how it'll allow for seek times that, you know, don't, um, to help keep, um, file sizes down. Um, I remember I was reading a presentation about Spider-Man and, uh, 20 gigs of that 46 gig game was duplicated data because they had to be able to account for speed of streaming. Um, so, uh, so that's going to, and that's going to be awesome. They talked about how uh, that's also going to allow you to boot into like multiplayer matches for uh, straight from the console UI um, and, or specific uh, multiplayer m- matches. So you basically don't have to go into like, start the game wait for all the splash screens or anything you could just load straight into that from the menus um which would be very cool um they also went ahead and confirmed that the ray tracing support is hardware based they did not say that in the last wired interview even though they mentioned ray tracing and people have been going crazy with conspiracy theories about that so they did confirm that it is hardware based ray tracing um so, justin i have a which question, is gonna actually. be which is gonna be
0: Yes. I have a question for you. because I just want. So have they confirmed backwards compatibility for this thing? Yes. They have. Okay, cool.
4: For PS4 and PSVR games.
0: Excellent. What about PS3 games, though?
4: They have... I mean, that's a tough thing to emulate. Uh, okay. they, they have only talked about PS4 and PSVR games. That was one of the first things they said in the initial Wired interview. Can um, I add a couple
5: things, Justin? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add as well. Uh, they did confirm a 4K Blu-ray drive for the 10 people... That like to buy uh, 4K Blu-rays. Um, <laughs> you, you and me, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's uh, a little, A lot of people, you know, with the way physical media is going, the digital split, like it's uh, it must have been a throwaway cost, and just because Xbox has had it in their all their Xbox Ones, basically. Um, so it's probably just so they can match them on the bullet point list in the back. And of the box. also, I mean, the hundred gigabyte discs for yeah. games is probably going to help for people that do still but buy physical games. The um. The other thing I wanted to say, because I saw a couple bad headlines, is it's important. It's so bad important. Bad never. <laughs> yeah. It's so important to understand what someone like Cerny saying. This is what a system can do. And this is what yeah. is going to happen. Because uh, I pointed back, if you go back, a lot of people surprisingly don't remember this. And I'm surprised because the entire PS4 lifecycle, I kept waiting for it. In the PS4 reveal, they have the Gaikai guy on stage. Saying you'll be able to go to the PlayStation store, you'll be able to look at any game in the store, immediately start playing it and streaming it, and play the game and buy it if you want to. And that never materialized, but it's because they're talking about the things they're all like, well, before a console's out, especially a year out, it's a promise, it's a vision. And as we saw with Xbox One, where that vision is at the start and where it gets to can totally change. So Cerny's saying things like, the PlayStation 5 can download single player and multiplayer campaigns separately but that's just a tool that they're offering to developers and there's no guarantee that anyone is going to take advantage of that so that and the headlines are saying ps5 will offer separate single player downloads that's not that's not the case so let's just like take everything with a grain of salt he's saying this is what it can do this is what we want it to do this is our vision but everything is fluid and everything changes and not everything will materialize the way they want it to and not Every developer will be on board with all the tools they have available to them. So let's okay, just, correct. Yeah, um, And then just a note on the 8K,
4: 120 FPS thing that they keep saying. That's basically just confirming HDMI 2.1 support. HDMI 2.1 is like an extremely future-proofed HDMI spec.
0: I was going to is... say, Justin, because I remember, I, I remember the whole, you know 60 fr- you know, 1080p, 60 frames a second or die thing. You know, I mean like... that
4: was from somebody that works almost exclusively with indie games, and that has basically been true for the games that he worked with. So like um but uh so basically it just means it'll support support upscaling to 8k, Probably, like probably. You could potentially run games at 120 hertz which is a bit different than 120 FPS. I'm not going to go into all that stuff, but um, it just means they're going to be supporting a lot of the features of HDMI 2.1, which the one that's actually far more exciting, I think, than 8K and 120 Hertz is variable refresh rate. Um, So basically it's like FreeSync or G-Sync on PC where you won't get the same kind of judder and input spikes when there's inconsistence When there's a consistent frame rates, um, which I think would be really great for consoles. Um, It would allow them to probably move beyond 30 FPS more often because they don't have to hit like a consistent 60. Um, It'll be much smoother and much
5: more pleasant to play. So I'm excited about those features. The good thing is if it's, assuming it uh, it works the same way as on PC, is it um, is a system level. Yeah, it's a system level thing. So it's nothing like devs don't have to like implement Free sync or V-Sync or, or VRR. Like, it's just, if the system supports it, as long as the game isn't capped to, like, 30 FPS, then, yeah. Yeah, so that, I think, is the more
4: exciting part of the um, HDMI 2.1 stuff. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Oh,
0: actually, I got, I I've forgetting? got something to say about something that's happening in chat right now. Real quick, real quick, okay? So I agreed that Tropical Freeze is one of the top three platformers of all time. And a certain individual in chat who shall not be named says that all of a sudden I have a good opinion and the stream should be shut down. I will have you know. I will have you all know. I have a lot of good opinions. John, we have hours and
4: hours of footage
0: evidence to the contrary. (laughs) Just saying. Justin!
1: Final Fantasy VI is the best RPG
0: of all time. Sorry. Justin. Uh, That's a good opinion.
1: Can you explain to me a person who does not know any, does not understand, well, okay, I, I shouldn't dumb myself down. I do understand mm-hmm. the majority of what you just said. But from a practical standpoint, I don't understand the majority of what you just said.
2: Okay, um, sorry, I was trying but, to make you No, so no, that.
1: no. That shit is important to a lot of people. And that's why I understand it on a level where I can I can sit down, look at it, and write about it. But as someone who's just buying a fucking console, like, as someone who doesn't think really hard about what my games are going to look like, what parts of that do I care about?
4: Okay, you care about the solid state drive because that care will be extraordinarily. I put one of those short... in
1: my computer and it yes. moves up fairly really fast. That'll be an hour like that.
4: extraordinarily short load times.
1: That's good. I like that.
4: Um, it's and cool I I think that'll probably be the biggest sell for um, I think that'll probably be the biggest sell for a lot of more casual players because that's something that you can immediately tell somebody or show somebody and they can understand it, right? Yes. Um, it's like like. I was just playing Battlefield Five before I came on. Load times for each multiplayer match are three to four minutes.
1: I was playing Control last night and kept dying, and all the Um, loading times are way too fucking long.
4: So, um, and this is, hey, you can just, if you want to fast travel, you'll be there in seconds. You don't have to watch a progress thing. You don't have to see stuff pop in. It'll just work. good. So that's a thing. Um, You also care about the, um, you know, what they mentioned about... You know, not duplicating the data, and it means file sizes will stay down, yeah. and that's less work for developers, where they have to decide what data needs to be duplicated. Also good. Um, also, ray tracing. A lot of people are focusing on it as you know visual enhancements, um, which which it will bring. Um, however, the reason a lot of developers want it is because they have to bake a lot of lighting, which is the process of pre-calculating yeah. it and then saving yeah, that, that lighting data. Um, that lighting data is huge. It takes up a ton of RAM, takes up a ton of space, and it takes hours, sometimes days for them to bake it. Um, And then if they have to make a change, they have to do it all over again. Um, So if they're now doing all this, if they can now do all this in real time, that saves a ton of developer Mm -hmm. time that they can focus on other things. Um, So basically it's going to be easy to develop for and it's going to be really quick to get in and out
0: of games. Okay. Those all sound like nice things. Thank I you. I actually understand what the hell Justin was talking about now.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, again, like, I, I'm not trying to dumb myself down. Like, I can sit there and look over those things and parse them. But, it, like, like there, there's a Rebecca writing news brain. And there's a Rebecca trying to buy a console brain. And I don't, I mean, I don't, <laughs> the thing that I'm interested in that I have not seen seen yet. And I don't even know what form it would take. Is I just want to, like, I don't know I want to like read reviews of people playing the thing and like actually getting hands-on with it and care and I know that that's like you know a year away but like getting getting hands-on with it and like telling us what they actually personally care about like I don't know I want to see what games are going to be there at launch yes. I want to know I the backwards compatibility is interesting to me I don't have a lot of ps4 games I, but I, I, I used the, to and I think that would be something that the
5: important to thing to to recognize is that I mean, obviously, by the time a system ships, the technology in it is already probably almost a year old because we have to build them up. So let's think about it this way. Games right now still being released for the PS4 are still being built to run on what is essentially 2011, 2012 mid-range hardware. So without without going into any of the details, (laughs) just think about the fact that you're going to get games now that are no longer because they have to build to the lowest common denominator. So you're going to get yeah. games now that can take advantage of much more powerful hardware. You're going to have bigger worlds with more NPCs, more draw like the world's going to be so much more immersive because they can do so much more with that that technology. And also Lovely. and also
4: um because of kind of the state of the economy and the games industry back in 2013 and what AMD had available, especially stuff like the CPU, they had to um, they had to settle for whatever was available and they couldn't go as high on the specifications as they tend to. Um, when the 23 cons- 2013 consoles came out, you could not get a CPU as slow as what is in the Jaguar, <laughs> as what is in those consoles. And that's what we're still using. And now we're getting an 8-core Zen 2 based CPU, Ooh, which is a performance-grade CPU. It's not... Like super high-end, but it's above like a mid-range PC CPU, um, at least for right now, um, which is going to be awesome for developers to really take advantage of. And then uh, someone in chat reminded me, there was a couple details about the controller. um, They confirmed it's going to have a bigger battery. Thank God. Good, because Uh, that thing dies after
0: a fucking hour. Haptic Haptic feedback!
4: Haptic feedback um, sounds really cool. So both in the triggers and in the sticks... They can it, actually it, okay, have,
0: so just like, have. Just no, 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 I'm sorry. Finish that thought, and you were kind of a minute. Finish that thought, and then I wanna, I wanna say something about that real quick.
4: Okay. Um, they can actually have uh, re- different levels of resistance, and you can kind of feel more details. Um, kind of, um, it's an extension of what um, Nintendo has done with like HD Rumble. So they talked yeah. about. Um, going through mud, like, moving a character through mud. Um, and, like, you could feel it in the analog sticks. Like, it felt like a significantly different mm. terrain that you were moving over. And they talked about um, when you were going over bumps, you could feel it in the triggers in a racing game because um, it adjusts how, you know, the gas and brake pedals for um, perform. And also they said they had a demo, like, a first-person shooter demo, and you could feel different types of recoil in the triggers based off the different type of weapons you were using. Stuff like that. Like, it's kind of gimmicky, but stuff like that I think is really, really cool. No, that <laughs> um, is really cool. I love, I, I
1: love the Joy-Cons. Like, this yeah. better... So better. Sounds already kind of do, And I'm really bummed that Nintendo has kind of abandoned that in a lot of ways. Yeah.
4: So, I'm already? like, the, the haptic stuff sounds like something that might be in a lot of launch titles and not used too much.
0: So y'all right? <laughs> what, what was that?
4: I think um, Reb just dropped her headset. I, I think th- I think the uh, slope in her apartment did, got did her. Reb, good. Did
0: Reb slip away from us again?
5: <laughs> yeah, for everyone who doesn't know, uh, Reb like Reb as the a... earth as the earth turns on its axis, Reb is always drifting away from her computer.
0: <laughs> it's a metaphor. Reb is constantly drifting away from us, but something something keeps pulling her back.
1: <laughs> yeah, for those for those who weren't here like three months ago, my apartment <laughs> slopes, so sometimes if I lean back, my chair just goes whoop, and I usually catch it, but I've had a couple mishaps so recently.
0: I I actually um I actually do have something to say on the haptic feedback controllers um and and I'm not incredibly educated on this, so I don't know exactly why. Hold on, I dropped my phone. Uh, but I do know that there is some consternation among disabled gamers as to as to the the presence of haptic feedback and how it can be detrimental to their gameplay experience. And I'm not exactly sure why, um, because I'm not incredibly educated on the uh, subject, but I did want to mention that, 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 that is a concern that, uh, that our friends in the disabled community have had.
4: I, I imagine that sort of stuff is going to be toggleable off just like rumble. Um, I know some people also just don't like it from a competitive standpoint. Um, just because, you know, it will interrupt your ability to move and aim and stuff like that. So I'm I'm sure that sort of thing isn't is gonna be uh like able to be turned off, e- even probably at a system level. Okay. Like the PS4 has pretty customized like there's this whole accessibility menu where you can basically customize what every single button does. Um if you need to, I imagine they'll be taking that into consideration. That um, it would be it would be a massive, massive oversight if they didn't.
0: Do we have um, Do we have any predictions as to what the system is actually going to launch with? Because I think this would be a great time to bring back classic
5: PlayStation John, franchises. John, that- John, I I hate to cut you off. Go I ahead. think I think we should leave that till the end because we really got to get to there. There's another. Yeah, we really got to get to the uh, layoffs at Sony Europe, and we need to talk about um, some of the executive shakeups. You're 100% right.
1: So it was Uh, a really, to transition a little bit, this all came out in The Wired, I think, on Monday, Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. It was on Tuesday. The news happened. Um, also, it's called the PlayStation 5, and it's launching holiday 2020. Those are, like, the two other things I think you didn't get
4: <laughs> Jim like, Ryan, like, two, like, I'm so glad days. to finally say it's called yeah, the PlayStation, PlayStation 5. 5 whatever.
1: Anyway, this came out in the Wired, and apparently on the same day, uh, a bunch of executives from uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment, uh, America, at the U.S. side, uh, flew out to uh, the EU offices and laid off a bunch of people um so also
5: interesting is that none of the european staff knew that this wired info was even coming out they didn't even know that the announcement of the playstation 5 was going to happen yeah right so that's
1: kind of that's kind of the the crux of that thing so layoffs suck and i am so sorry to everyone affected i i hope you find good things i hope they are taking care of you in your situations like like i hope all those good things um, we've talked a lot about layoffs on this podcast um across the gaming industry. We know they're a fucking problem. Um, they fucking suck, unionize your workplace. Um we're not. I don't think we're going to delve into the layoffs too much, but I think the the crux of that that was interesting is that Sony's been undergoing kind of an interesting shift over the last several years that we've seen, and like they've talked about it kind of openly in some ways. Like they've talked about it in terms of like executive shakeups, uh, Jim Ryan taking swapping positions with somebody earlier this year. I don't have that article up. I I can't remember exactly what his new position is, um, like specifically called because they get really really particular about exactly what their titles are. Um, but then, yeah, so Sean Layden leaving like a week ago, very unexpectedly, and it just getting announced via tweet. And then the people um, speaking uh, th- uh, to Video Games Chronicle about the Sony layoffs were saying about how, yeah, they didn't know about the wired pieces. They had no idea it was going to be announced. And also that they they get this feeling that Sony Sony America is kind of taking over things now. And Sony Europe doesn't like the, the right right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing anymore. Um, And it's just, it's just kind of in, I I mean, I don't know a whole ton about how Sony's worked in the past. So I don't have a lot of intelligent things to say about it, but it's, it's interesting to watch this shift happen right before the generation change and tragic that it involves layoffs. I think it was marketing and PR that was affected as well as like one U S division as well.
0: Justin, go ahead.
4: So I know just typically with, you know, in the time since I have been following, you know, Sony more closely at like a structural level is they've had a lot of times where one branch has wanted to do something, but they have to either go back to Japan or go to Europe and coordinate things. And it tends to slow things down. Um, And I know a lot of the U S people tend to be a bit more, um, they tend to be a bit more proactive with responding to like consumer feedback and requested features and stuff like that. Um I obviously I really feel for um the team in in Europe and uh I hope they all find uh, new jobs quickly, but from my understanding and I I could be off base, but just from my understanding and perception, I think in terms of just general uh structure and ability to um you know coordinate message and respond to you know fan feedback and stuff i think it's probably a good thing uh sony us people are going to be um you know doing some more running of the show i think it'll streamline some stuff and then we won't have some of the weird um inconsistencies between branches that we've had in the past
0: so i, I actually do have a question and i want to kick it to brandon first cuz i want to i want to give him the chance to cut in on it um Everybody is aware of the old, you know, uh, arrogant Sony meme, right? But there is a little bit of truth to that. You know, like we all remember what happened with the PlayStation 3 and, you know, and that big reveal and how it the was The whole just
3: second job. You'll second job
0: film. and it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, Ridge Racer and just, it's it's it was a, it was, you know, giant enemy crabs. It was all bad. Um, and I remember it, it clearly. Yeah, I know, it, dude, it was one of the worst console reveals I've ever seen. Uh, and then uh, they kind of righted the ship with the PlayStation Four reveal. They did everything right. There was a it was a great you know it was at the right price. Um, they were obviously they had obviously taken the lessons they had learned from that previous generation and applied them to their new console. But seeing as how Sony has basically completely dominated the home console space this entire generation, Brandon, are, do you think that they are going to continue? uh taking those lessons they learned from the playstation 3 era or do you think there's a danger of returning kind of...
3: to the cycle right
0: right and, and the reason i asked that brandon oh, is because yeah. of this big upheaval at sony uh,
3: it's it's a good question um i think yes like there, there it is an absolute possibility um phew. But like I like I it, I don't see a situation where like the PS5 is not like the leading console of next generation, aside from like the Switch obviously, which is its own sort of thing. Uh,
0: true, agree.
3: But you know um, between the Xbox and the PS5, you know, uh, so will it hurt them to be the arrogant Sony? Because like again, it hurt them because with the PS3, it, it came out way behind the PS or, right,
0: yeah, right. right. And I think like, part of that was due to the price too, right, Brandon? Uh,
3: Yeah, there was the price, and the 360 had a year lead on it and shit like that. But now they're going to be coming out at the same time, and I assume they would be price competitive and stuff like that. So you wonder, would the arrogant Sony hurt them
0: like it did back in the PS3 generation? I I don't think. Maybe it would. Uh, Justin, go ahead real quick, and I want to kick it over to Jeff.
4: Well, I mean, we talked about this uh, just last week. Uh, Jim Ryan had a statement um. After, uh, oh, both Leighton left, and then the crossplay oh, news God, came out.
2: I remember that. Yeah.
3: Is I'm that? I'm I had my mic down. If anybody could hear anything I said. Before. Oh no, <laughs> no, we absolutely. Can...
4: yeah, we Yeah, we yeah Okay, good. Um, but he specifically said there is like he outright said we know that there is a um. I, I can't remember the word to use, but we know there there's a tradition of the person, uh, of the market leader. Get you know, m- making mistakes and getting, um, I think he's wanted to avoid complacency and he specifically called out the whole like, oh, you were in the lead last time. Well, you're going to mess up really bad this time thing. So I, I, and, you know, I think they have a lot of really smart people uh, in, in the positions they have. So I, I'm not too worried about it. Um, but, you know, if they do start, start going like i hope we just hold them accountable so
5: uh johns what's john what are you doing
0: i'm telling my wife to come say hi, hi
5: here's <laughs> oh well, we got some drinks over there yeah,
0: yeah yes we do yes we do uh, i asked uh, i asked Vicky if she could uh, give me a little bit more of the uh, the spirits here hi honey hi. <laughs> i love you i love you i miss you mm-hmm. she's been gone for uh, she's been gone for a couple days now Sup yeah. vicky Hey! <laughs> um, hi, Mickey. Everybody yeah, I guess. Hi. I said hey.
5: <laughs> okay, I love you. Thank you. Uh, Please bring it back to, Am I now? to bring it back to you Sony. Are uh, oh, nice. I love you. Uh, I just Woo. wanted to say, like, I think they've been making moves for a long time, kind of heading in this direction. And I don't, won't say that all of them are related, but we know when they came out at the start of the generation, um, they were very heavy on the uh, indie titles. Um indie support and stuff like that. And they've kind of moved away from that stuff in favor of the big AAA games. Um, And if you look at their studio closures over the last five years or so, a lot of them have been uh, in England, right? like Liverpool. Yes, that's uh, they, they did that's close the Zipper real... in the US, but Evolution Studios, like...
1: That's an interesting observation,
5: Jeff. The majority... I mean, the U- UK so, studios in general have Yeah, been all in England. Probably, at least, I would say, out of eight studio closures, their most recent ones, probably six of them were based in the UK or Europe. That's a really so, interesting
1: observation. I hadn't even thought of that.
5: Yeah, and like some of it might be performance-based. We know what happened with Drive Club and then Evolution shuts shortly after. But, I mean, in... There's been U.S. studios that have had missteps and been afforded a little bit more leniency. And especially in Evo's case, like, Mortal Storm Apocalypse had bad timing with the uh, earthquake in Japan. That one wasn't really on them. And, you know, it's it's just interesting to see. They've kind of shifted from, like, a very global presence, very, you know, all genres, all variety. And they've really seemingly doubled down. They still have, uh, like, media molecule and stuff like that. But they really seem to have found their home in these big, polished, triple a uh narrative heavy experiences that's what sold ps 4s for a large part and i think that's what's going to continue to sell ps5s and i think just a lot of the structure changes are to help support that new direction in my opinion
0: jeff i i agree with you 100 percent um and you made a really interesting point about the uh about the indie titles um you're absolutely right like at, at the beginning of this gen you know sony was kind of the the king of raising the platform of independent developers but i feel like that has mostly shifted over to nintendo um because the way i mean i mean dude the, the switch is just home to the indies now. game pass so, is
1: very good for indies as well I is heard.
0: it is it really rub
1: i have heard this i have not heard it unanimously i've heard some people who have said it's not great for indies but i have mm. heard some people say it is great for indies and all the people who are saying this are indie developers so eh <laughs>
4: I've also just noticed, like, whenever Sony, like, especially, like, early in the gen and into the middle of the gen, um, there was always a lot of, like, if you looked at, like, the reactions on a lot of their social media things, if they ever did, like, an indie-focused thing, they got so many negative reactions. Like, the first state of play um, had a lot of, like, just this year... Like, had a lot of indie stuff in it, and some of it was cool, and people eviscerated them for that. Like,
2: Uh, basically,
5: Jason, are you saying the gamers were upset? Oh, yeah, I'm saying 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 the gamers
1: rise up.
5: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but like, I I think ever
4: since they've had like some of these big showings with like a lot of AAA stuff, I like, and like, we've noticed this year, like, they haven't had any big presentation this year. It seems like to avoid some of the backlash instead of just showcasing like a bunch
5: of indies or something, they'd rather just not have a presentation. Um, I, and not to excuse that behavior, but I think that's just part of the consequence of having a few E3s in a row where it's like FF7 Remake, Shenmue 3, Last Guardian, Spider-Man, The Last of Us, Uncharted. Death, set,
1: Stranding. Death, Death
5: Stranding. Death Stranding, Stranding. like God, God of War. When, <laughs> all of your on, on, like, yeah. when all of your presentations have games of that scale you know, that's kind of what people have come to expect. So, yeah. I I, I get it, but it still mm. sucks that people are shitty.
0: Can you guys believe yeah. we're, like, a couple weeks out from Death Stranding? <laughs> I don't fucking believe it's it. It's out in less than a month. It's unbelievable.
1: Reviewers <laughs> have it. Reviewers have it right now. Oh okay. Wait, they do? Someone, really? uh, someone posted on Resetera that the embargo date. The
4: embargo said- is up... And the embargo's up a week early, early yeah. I was shocked. Volumes.
1: I just, I am so here for Death Stranding Twitter. I am ready for it. And
4: Reb, I'm going to mute mm. everything. Reb, no, gifts. I do not I don't, I don't mm, want. I can't. I can't I'm going to
1: drink it, it in. Yeah. I'm going mm, mm. to absorb it. The you gifts. should mute, mute me for a couple weeks. Of... I,
4: I mean, I'm going to go... I'm going like invisible for that mm, weekend till I, til I finish call. it. So. Oh my god, the, I'm the, so
1: gifts,
2: the
0: gifts are gonna be so oh, good. It's
2: gonna be They're really gonna be good.
0: So you amazing. know,
1: what if it's really boring, guys? What if it just ends oh, up being... Reb. Just, oh, it like,
0: could yeah. be. Reb, it's a Reb.
3: Kojima game. What if
1: what we've seen already is the most wild stuff about it? And no. Every
3: single game get... Kojima has made in 3D has Reb, had have like, you seen the boring box boring art? parts of it.
0: Have you yeah. seen yeah. The, no, box no, art, the box I art, No, I've not seen the box art. I have no man. fucking idea what's happening on that box art, <sighs> but I am... I am here.
4: John, what are you talking about? The box art is just a picture of Norman Reedus.
0: No, 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 it's not. No, it's a picture of fucking Norman Reedus and everybody else in the game. Like, like It's it.
4: literally just Norman Reedus. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it I'm says Death like it. Stranding and it's a picture of Norman Reedus. Are you sure? It's because, really
0: boring. Because what I've seen is- maybe Oh my was God, Norman <laughs> maybe, Reedus! Maybe it was a- maybe <laughs> It's it was a po- wild game! Maybe it was a poster I saw, but the, the one I saw had like Norman Reedus, but all the characters in the game and there's, you know, there's Die Hard Man on there is, and fucking, is it like the big is, is, is it, it the, the purple steamed and gold hands? is this like a
1: steamed hands mean John mean John that you're starting Norman Reedus but he's actually near Automata Norman Reedus
2: <laughs> is actually
1: steamed hands Norman Reedus but all the other characters are there and they're all wearing uh Fortnite hats like- Go, going back to our
5: last episode uh, an all-star fighting game and they're all Norman Reedus in- <laughs> <laughs> you've got Daryl from The Walking Dead and Sam from Death Stranding no you've got it you've got his character Boondock Saints, Saints Norman Reedus yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 oh, that's uh, fucking
0: great. You got normal. Mr. And in chat. You're
1: you're asking if anyone's seen the Death Stranding ad and what's all that about. Look, I have not seen the Death Stranding ad. What's Death Stranding ad? If anybody on this podcast has seen the Death Stranding ad, none of them can tell you what it's all about. I just guarantee like, the ad, guarantee book, the no ad real cool. idea.
2: looks
0: um, real cool. It looks real cool. All I you can know tell what? you is that.
3: You know, what? thinking about the Death Stranding review, like the embargo being up early, I wonder if this is like Kojima being like a show of confidence after the whole Konami review
1: booting. Well,
3: like yeah. the thing yeah.
1: is, Sony has. Oh my God, it's going to get up to 10 out of 10s. Isn't it? yeah, and it's it, it, going it, it, really it, to it, so get so 10s If it
3: does, they've actually played the full game this yeah. time.
4: Yeah, as if,
1: as well.
4: I saw that. If, if Sony ha- is putting the embargo up that early. <laughs> It's good. Uh, the games that they have done the week early embargoes for this generation have been Uncharted Four, God of War. Uh, the first game I think they the ever did, did it was the first generation. Last of Us. Um, I think the lowest scoring game of any of the week early ones <laughs> is
0: Drive Club. Probably. Horizon
4: is Horizon with an eighty nine Metacritic. Yeah. So yeah. they're at least pretty confident. I I wouldn't be that confident if i was them from what we've seen but john what are you laughing at
0: i I just i want to give a shout out to Sir baggy pants and chad who said norman reedus and the happy fetus
4: (laughs) john everything you said cut out yeah so
0: so sir baggy pants and chad said norman reedus and the happy fetus Oh, that joke's been on Twitter for. while. I've never seen
1: it. I've never. I saw
5: it like, like, yeah, that's the joke.
0: That is the
1: joke. Yeah. I I would love to keep talking
5: about fetuses, but
1: yeah,
5: sorry. Um, a few more things we wanted to touch on. I think. Thank you, Jeff. Before we moved on, did you guys want to? You know, I think we were talking offline before the show started. Um, we've seen a lot with Reggie, uh, leaving Nintendo, and you know some changes, with the executives there in the last few years, and then Layden uh house uh boys all leaving playstation and then ibarra leaving xbox recently Mm -hmm. um is there kind of like a changing of the guard all these people have been with these companies for decades uh and i guess is this just kind of what what thoughts you guys have on how this is going to play out are we going to see big direction changes was this part of being adaptive to the industry or is it just time
1: I mean, I think that like I, I, Reggie retiring, I think it was a very normal thing for someone like yeah, Reggie right. to do. We've I, already seen the kinds of things he's yeah. doing now. I do think that right before a big generational shift is probably the time. Like these people, like they, they're not leaving before decisions are made. They are leaving after. They are leaving at a point where internally all of these decisions are already set. They already yeah. know what they're doing. They have basically taken the ship, put it on the course, given the people in charge a map, given them a compass. Given them the wheel, taught them how to steer, and said, "Okay, here's what you're doing now. You got this." And then going off to a little sunny island somewhere. Well, I that's mean, what that's what they're doing. But I do think, I do think, Sean. I, I I think one. It's funny that that photo of uh, Sean Layden, Phil Spencer, and Reggie now only has Phil Spencer in it. And I hope, I hope, <laughs> I, I assume he's staying. But I really, I hope we don't lose Phil Spencer too, because he's just a delight in these he's presentations. He's a
0: good. He's a good he person. Yeah, hilarious. he's
1: delightful. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm very curious as to what Mikey Barra and uh, Sean Layden are doing. I mean, the, I think I think the joking speculation is that everybody's just going to Stadia now. But I don't know. I'm I'm very curious. I I hope I, I'm very interested to see where they pop up again. Like you don't you don't really get much bigger than guy in charge of PlayStation or guy in charge of a bunch of shit related to Xbox. so, so. like
0: you know. We all have to remember that, you know, like, like, and the point has been made a dozen times, but I'll use an example. Like, right after the generation started and the PlayStation 4 dropped, you know, we all remember Jack Tretton who walked out on stage at, you know, Sony's E3 and said, you can play all your used games and it's great. You know, a year later, he left the company. He 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 walked away and he he went and he did his own thing. And, and you know, everybody was speculating as to what that meant. Well, it just meant that he moved on and, and did his own thing. I think the reason people are so... Curious about what's happening with Sean Layden is that with Mikey Barr like, like I, there's just there's we don't know what happened. Like it was just out of the blue. We don't know what happened. There was no statement by Sean Layden. Um, you know, Jack Trenton came out and made a statement, said, "Hey, I'm moving on, and I had a great time at PlayStation. I had a great time at Sony. I'm going to move on and do other things." But with Sean Layden, he just left, and it was really, really strange. Um,
5: Especially because he's not just like um, you know a higher like Kaz or something like that, like he's he's the face of PlayStation to right. a lot of people, so it is, yeah, it is a bit strange to just just sneak out the, the back door in the middle of the night as it
3: were
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: like, like, and I'm not speculating as, as to what it can be, I, I have no idea what it is but um, I'm honestly not convinced we're ever actually going to find out
5: no, maybe we don't need to yeah right? who
0: knows but
2: yeah.
5: but um I,
0: I I will say this uh Reb had a a really good idea uh to kind of for us oh, to go around the horn with before we started the podcast oh, Reb this yeah please
1: oh, I just suggested we were all trying to decide for topics for tonight, and a couple of us had ideas for like little tiny things we wanted to talk about in a week of just big news and so I figured we could all go around and everybody's like share one thing, one like smaller thing from the week that they were really excited about or that interested them. I thought that would be interesting tonight.
0: Rev watching um, off?
1: Yeah, I will. So my my extremely little thing that doesn't need like a huge discussion or anything is I started playing control last night. I streamed it. Uh, a couple of you I think were there for it. And this is the first so I when I I I was writing for a site called App Trigger for four years. And it was amazing. It was a good time. Um, I was also doing honestly the bulk in quantity of the reviews there for a very long time and i reviewed so many fucking games and some of them were not games that i like to play and i spent like basically three of those four years just nonstop playing games that i didn't it, a lot of them were really good it wasn't that i didn't enjoy playing them but a lot of them i just would not have chosen to play and it was good and that it broadened my horizons but it also stressed me the hell out so for the first like year and a half that i wrote for games industry and didn't have to review anything i decided i'm only going to play games that i'm really really enthused to play and I did that. And it was wonderful and relaxing. But as a result, I played no shooters. I played no shooters. I played almost no violent games at all. And I played very few games that have kind of that third person perspective where I mean I am sure there's a word for this I'm just missing, but it's not just shooters. It's it's like third person where you like 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 in Skyrim, you like aim and fire with magic it's just or whatever. Third person
5: shooter. Like, third person yeah. shooter,
1: not necessarily with shooting, but you know, I, I played yeah. no games like that. So I I kind of just got stuck in this realm of not playing games like that. And Control has always sort of been on my periphery of like a game that I was interested in. And I got the opportunity to pick it up and play it. And holy shit, I love it. It was so fun. I love the world building. So I'm not very far. Don't spoil anything for me. I'm very not far at all. I just got the throwy powers and did like one fight with that. And holy shit, I love throwing shit around. It's so much fun. Oh my God, I do this all day. And the thing that I love about it is I, aside from the world building, which is really cool, is that I am a really I struggle with games that have too, that both have too many systems and require me to strategize at the same time. Like I, I love I love strategy games when I can sort of take a bird's eye view and decide things, and I I don't mind games with a lot of buttons if I'm in a if it's like hollow night where I'm kind of like getting a rhythm of buttons or like growing gradually over time and getting like new things added very slowly. But the thing with a lot of shooters, like I've go to conventions and like try to do a demo of call of duty and people like call of duty for years, don't care about this, but I can't fucking play it because there's like grenades and specials and texts and different guns. And I've got to get a bunch of ammo for this gun. But the, like, there's just too many fucking things and control like spent several minutes just letting me walk around. And then it taught me how to jump. And then like several minutes later, eventually I crouched. And then I learned how to smack people. And then after a short time of doing that, they gave me a gun and the gun just shoots. Like it just, that's just what it is. I know it'll do more things later, but right now for like a couple hours of the game, it just shoots and I don't have to pick up ammo. I don't have to swap guns. I just do this really basic thing, move and shoot, move and shoot. And it's really easy. And then like after about two hours of this, right as I was getting comfortable, they gave me throw. So I have like very simple verbs. I'm getting them like one thing after another in like a very easy progression. And I feel really comfortable with it. It like, it moves smoothly. I always know what I can pick up and throw and what I can't. And it's just, it, it, it's really nice for someone like me who isn't like as comfortable with those kinds of games. I don't know if it's going to get harder. I might get frustrated by it later, but I'm really, really enjoying it.
0: I've had so many people tell me I need to play <sighs> this game.
1: Sorry, that was longer than I meant to take with that. No, it's fine. Oh no, no, that's
0: fine. No, it's fine. This I'm... Is... After this week, it's the kind of positivity we need.
4: Mm-hmm. Anybody singing the praises of control can take as much time as they need.
1: <laughs> it's great. I'm gonna keep playing it. I'm gonna keep streaming it too. Like I ended my stream the other day. I was just sort of throwing random things, like cause in the mechanic. I was in kind of an empty area and just throwing shit there were no enemies around. And I threw a couple fire extinguishers, they hit the wall, exploded, landed, caught on fire, and then slowly simmered down. And I was just like so excited because like <laughs>
4: the the effects the effects work and physics in that game just make some of some of those powers so much fun
5: reb earlier you asked like for practical people what are the new generation of consoles going to give us it's going to give you more shit like this with fire extinguishers and explosions and more more complex particle effects yeah
1: yay i like that (laughs) do
0: you um do you all mind if i go next because i've got something i've had something that's been on my mind for uh a week now
5: uh as long as it's not final fantasy 6 and not. okay then we're good
0: i want to talk about sayonara wild hearts um because
4: Th- I, this is this is another game anybody talking singing the praises <laughs> of can take as long as they need Cyanar, for
0: sayonara wild hearts uh actually hit resonated with me in a way that i wasn't expecting it to um My, uh, my wife, uh, lives in, uh, in a pretty constant state of, of pain. Uh, she walks on a cane. Um, she has a lot of quality of life issues and she, uh, doesn't feel like the person she used to be. And I love my wife dearly. I love her more than anything else on earth. And playing Sayonara Wild Hearts was, you know, almost like playing my wife's journey to find herself again and there was a moment uh there's there's a line at the end of the game and Justin, i'm sure you know what i'm talking about um where it's the last it's the last line of narration you've seen in the game uh and i put my switch away and i broke down in tears because it reminded me of it reminded it, it made me feel it was all. I, it, it's so hard to explain. Like it. It was that. It was that feeling that my wife has been trying to reclaim for herself, and it resonated with me in a way that I really wasn't expecting it to. And it's just one more instance of why I love this medium and why I love this industry. Because you know, games are fun and games are great, but they can also they can also Stir things inside of us that we didn't know were there, and they can they can touch us and surprise us in ways that that we weren't expecting, and in, in a way that movies can't, because you know, it, as if you're watching a film, you know, you're you're always going to be a passive observer, as whereas in a game you are an active participant, and and this game made me think of my wife and and you know her, I, I guess journey back from. From the brink and trying to find herself again, and it really just it hit me extremely hard. And as a result, this hour and a half long game is now uh, at the in the game of the year conversation for me. You know, it was just it's just an amazing fucking game. And if if you have somebody in your life who is struggling through something, I highly recommend you take an hour, hour and a half, sit down and play this game because it is absolutely incredible, and I am sure it will resonate with you
1: designed as a mobile game
0: yes reb i know i know
1: <laughs> just saying
0: who's going next uh
4: i can go if yeah justin go ahead. um so uh next week um there's two indie games coming out that i have been waiting a really really long time to play um return of the Obra Dinn. Is yeah! coming to consoles.
0: I is, is, wait, thank you for reminding me. Oh, it's really good, guys.
4: Is coming to consoles next Friday. I've been waiting ever since last year to play that. Um just the style, the approach to it sounds super fucking cool. Like
1: oh, it's, it's fantastic. I it's I, one of my favorites this year. Good um
4: choice. I'm 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 really looking forward to being able to play that. And Outer Wilds is coming to PS4 um next yeah. week. Um and I don't I don't have an Xbox or a PC. So I have been hearing nothing but amazing things outer wilds not outer worlds um this is I got not confused the obsid- I got
0: confused
4: this too. is this is not the obsidian RPG although that I think is out the week after <laughs> um, this is the uh, space exploration um, game uh, published by Annapurna I can't quite remember who the developer is um so forgive me on that
1: I have to look what? it up every time because I get it. Conf- I get it confused with Outer Worlds, and I also get it confused with uh, another game that's coming out next year for some reason.
4: Yeah, but um,
1: uh, Mobius Digital.
4: Mobius Digital, okay. But um, yeah, so those are just two games I had been waiting on for a while. Uh, the Outer Wilds date just got released out of nowhere this Tuesday. Um, there was like I thought it was going to actually be a longer wait before that one. And Obra Dinn got announced a while ago, and I've been looking forward to that. So those are two.
0: It was the Nintendo Direct, right, Justin? Yeah,
4: it was. It was on one of the directs. Um, but it is coming to Xbox and PlayStation, not just Switch. Um, so yeah, I've just been looking forward to those. And with you know how many huge releases there have been, and you know how much big gaming news there is, I just want to remind people to check those out.
1: Yeah, good, good one.
0: (laughs) Great, Brandon. Uh, I call. I'll call you, Brandon. I'm like. I'm like on my third glass of whiskey, so I'm a little. <laughs> oh
1: I'm,
0: no. I, I'm a little. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brandon, go ahead, buddy. Brandon. Brandon. Did Brandon die? Jeff, oh, go ahead. Oh, while we try to no, Brandon. Oh, was here. The <laughs> Brandon was muted. Brandon, go ahead, my man.
3: I just wanted to mention how much it sucks that Doom Eternal got delayed. That was a big oh, yeah. game of this year. Yeah, it's yeah, bummer.
0: I
1: mean, I guess it needed it.
3: Yeah, things happen, you know, like so... I understand. It'll be a better it... game for it, but God, March,
1: March, March. It's, March. it's coming yeah, yeah, it's in March,
3: booked. right? Doom's March. coming out
4: on Doom's coming out on my birthday now. So, I'm just going to eat cake and play Doom on my birthday. Mm, that sounds yeah. like a good birthday.
1: That's what the oh, sounds like about. a really good day, guys! March of next
5: year. <laughs> <laughs> Animal I actually, know. let me
1: just. Final this I know,
5: is, I know. This
1: list is reasonable <laughs> enough that I can I can like read most <laughs> of it. So this is just this is just Q1 2020, and this is not everything, but this is a lot of things. We've got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. If that's your thing, I think that looks mildly interesting. Tokyo Mirage Sessions Hell coming yeah. to Nintendo Switch. Fuck yes. Um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered, Hell Journey to the yeah. Savage oh, I'm Wind, pumped for that. <laughs> Ori the Will of the Wisps, Last of Us Part 2, something called Gods and Monsters. Oh, Gods and Monsters. I remember what that is. Uh, that's from the, the, the people, yes. Uh, really Iron thought. Man VR, yeah. Um, <laughs> final fantasy 7 remake this is march Watch Dogs legion just dance Four. who cares animal crossing new horizons <laughs> doom eternal and vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 am... but the combination of doom animal crossing Watch Dogs, and final fantasy 7 jesus christ so so and then, like and then cyberpunk like two weeks later there are Holy three shit. games
0: doom <laughs> eternal animal crossing and final fantasy 7 remake are all day one for me and i don't know what the fuck i'm going to do like, I love the
1: juxtaposition of Animal Crossing and Doom.
0: Jet, I've, seen,
4: I've seen a couple people that are like, Do you think it's gonna be bad for one or the other that they're releasing on the no! same day? It's like, no! I think they'll be fine. <laughs> I think
2: they'll be okay.
1: You
0: think Doom is looking at okay wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two. Doom is gonna pull so many oh, people away
2: good. from Animal oh, Crossing. Oh no man,
1: we can't release that day. Nintendo's got Animal Crossing coming up. All the doom,
5: are you gonna be are you going to be done FF7 by the time Dune comes out, Brandon? Yeah, yeah, multiple playthroughs, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Brandon so
3: will
2: no, play they're through adding it like three
1: a times. D- gajillion hours yeah. of new content. Done.
0: <laughs> Jeff, is there something that, it, it, Jeff, is there something you wanted to mention that happened this yeah, weekend, Jeff.
5: Bud? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess this kind of turned into like a pseudo what we've been playing. Yeah, uh, fuck
0: it, dude.
1: Brandon so is a... clearly not playing Doom. <laughs> clearly, that's the problem I here.
5: Could be playing the Doom 2016. Um, Are you playing not... Doom
1: 2016, Brandon? Uh,
5: I I might replay it in between now and. Then. All right, but, there we yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> similar,
2: Nothing yeah, else probably. coming out between
5: now and then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not at all. Uh, no, I want to give a shout out to um, John Wick Hex. It's a uh, latest game oh, yeah. from um, Mike Bithell, who made Thomas Was Alone Volume. Uh, and a couple small little narrative games, um, Quarantine and Subsurface Circular. Uh, he's a great dude. Um, I l- enjoyed most of his games. Uh, obviously, these are uh, modestly um, modest budget indie titles, so you got to go in with those expectations adjusted. Uh, John McHex is a prequel to the movies, um, and it's a really interesting and unique take on uh, what you expect that kind of game to be. It's a top down tactical shooter. That's cool. uh, and- yeah, it's, it's a very hard thing to describe until you get your hands on it, but the essence of it is, uh, think of Hotline Miami, working your way through these levels, basically killing everyone. Um, but instead of being Twitch-based, every move you make pauses the game. Every, every time an enemy shows safe. up, it pauses. It's all about managing your actions. There's a timeline at the top that shows you how long your action will take and how long your enemy's action will take. And you can see it's going to take them 0.5 seconds to shoot you, but your shoot is going to take seconds either because you've got a revolver that you have to like it has a longer reload speed or you have to draw it out because it's not ready and so it's just all about this cold tactile like calculations of what decision are you going to make in what scenario and um, a lot of it's trial and error like so if you like that kind of thing like how do I do the perfect run through this level kind of thing because each level is made up of like five mini levels and all your ammo and health and stuff carries through from the first till the end of the level so you might get through the first phase and like be down to no health and no bullets and you can usually persevere um if you're really clever with how you approach enemies and sneak up behind them and stuff like that but uh yeah it's it's like i think 20 bucks on the it's only on the Epic Games Store right now i think um it's very like point and click based so i think he'll probably release it on at least one or two other platforms eventually but um if you have a computer and if you uh, are open to buying games, not on Steam, then, uh, you know, I'd suggest giving it a look. Cause, uh, there aren't any other
1: with... storefronts besides Steam, Jeff.
5: Okay, sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs>
4: <laughs> I guess, just wait um, on it. it the, the descriptions of this game sound really cool, because it sounds like... Because the thing about John Wick is, you know, he is a very tactical, calculating... Mm-hmm character but like the movies move so fast but it, it seems really cool how they've been able to kind of yeah the co- combine like the one thing combine, I'll say, like that fighting
5: style with like the tactics approach the one thing i'll not say you would think of. is um i and i feel bad i wish i could credit this person i i read someone uh something someone said that the license actually works against the game in some ways and anyone who's watched the movies knows from a presentation perspective and a choreography perspective, how slick those are, uh, you know, and I'm not going to blame the develop Like it's a, obviously made on a small budget. The animations are pretty rough. They're fine for the top down gameplay when you're just kind of doing these quick little movements, but the game at the end of each level, you can watch a replay and it tries to frame it like a John Wick movie with <laughs> cinematic <laughs> angles and cuts and stuff like that and the game clear this was clearly not i don't think um an idea that came at the beginning of the game it seems like something they decided at the last minute they could add in so you have walls obscuring the camera angle and just all the animations it's you're walking on a grid so your character is just like turning this way and then 90 degree this way this way and then the (laughs) melee animation is just one little like chop and it's uh it, it just i don't think it's achieves what they set out to and uh again just having the weight of those movies and what you think john wick fighting looks like and then seeing him fight that way in this game there's a bit of a disconnect there so that's uh but the game itself like when you're playing the game it's it's really really good that's the the one thing that i noticed that kind of yeah
0: no dude that's great um and and this is the kind of shit we need this week right just like stories about something that has either made us happy or, or kind of kind of touch our hearts about gaming and that's the real power of this medium.
1: Also sorry, I know I don't get to, but real quick, Summerfall Studios announced a game just like a couple hours before this podcast. Um it's called uh Chorus and it's not a video game musical, it's a musical that's a video game. Like uh-huh. like like the video game itself has like Laura Bailey is voicing the main character oh, and there great. are like fucking musical numbers and their songs and it looks good one of the people who one of the people who worked on mass effect is on it so like the dialogue choice system is similar go it's called chorus and adventure musical go look there's a cut there's an interview on games i'm plugging it go fucking look up what this game is because musicals broadway
0: it sounds this sounds Ah! really cool i need i need to check this out it looks really good okay sorry
1: sorry 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 no
0: reb there's no apologies here uh brandon you already you you mentioned yours right yeah, Doom. That's about all. Okay. I have been playing anything special. Alright, I just want to make sure about it. as Other than that sweet, sweet Final... Brandon and I are going to be I diving... i for
3: that patch, man. So badly.
0: Brandon and I are going to be running that Final Fantasy XIV Eden Savage shit this weekend, right? Oh, oh yeah, all that shit. Fuck yes. I'm Jeff, please... Jeff needs to hurry up and finish Shadowbringer so he can... I am going
5: as fast as I can. I have played nothing for three months, but... So he can raid with us, Jeff! Jeff! <laughs> like 200 hours man give me, oh, give me a little so bit more time
0: <laughs> extreme trial, it's though. so yeah. good <clears throat> um we're kind of bumping up against time here but i did want to mention one thing um so obviously everybody knows that blue point is working on a, a new remake for the playstation 5 and I, I just wanted to tell you tell everybody here right now siphon filter uh, oh it's siphon uh, filter it's coming siphon uh, it's coming. It's, sy- it's siphon filter. It, it has siphon. to be. Do you want to it's make a bet on filter. this, John?
5: Yes, I, I do. I feel like this is an easy win for make me. Go, yes, I do. Make a bet. Yes, I do. Make a
0: bet. Make a bet. Yes, I do. Jeff and I are betting right now. It's siphon I filter. I love it.
2: Uh,
5: well, I, I don't have terms ready yet. you got to give me some time.
2: Hmm,
0: okay. Oh, no, okay. No, no. Think of the terms.
5: Come we'll up with yeah. Okay. No. Take
0: your time. Um, what
1: does John so have to do if he loses? What's something that we all really want John to do?
5: It has to be reasonable. I don't know. It has to be reasonable?
0: <laughs> like,
1: I'm
5: not going to... Greg's like, like does, it does, does it, though? Does it,
0: though? We'll come back okay. to this one. We'll yeah. Okay, okay this one. fine, fine, fine. We'll come back to this one.
1: And I, then I, he has I, bad opinions.
0: God, I d- <laughs> I, No, That's not going to happen because I don't have bad Ooh. opinions. Um, <laughs> <See>? But <laughs> No. But uh, we do have some housekeeping to take care of. Uh, don't forget... Uh, we have our extra life, uh, stream coming up, uh, the first weekend of October, Derek, the lovely November, Derek, no, first weekend of November. Um, so it'll be November 2nd. (laughs) It is October. Yeah. Currently. No, no, no. Right now it's October, but, uh, but, but our, our, our extra stream (laughs) is the first weekend of November. So November 2nd, uh, Derek, uh, the, the, the incredible Derek will be driving here, and we are going to couch co-op uh, a bunch of games for 24 hours for a children's hospital. Uh, it's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. We're going to get drunk. We're going to have a. Gr- it's going to be awesome. We're uh, going to play some
5: anime bullshit.
0: We're going to play some stupid anime, anime bullshit. bullshit. Derek has instructed me not to look up hyperdimension. You know. Neptune, no, and no, I'm no, not, no, no. I'm not. I'm going to be. I played it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking for. I'm. I'm. I'm really nervous about it uh it's it's not gonna be great but we're gonna be streaming a bunch of games uh i also want to give a shout out uh not just to to everybody here on this podcast but to everybody here in chat um you know it's been a i've had a kind of a weird year with anxiety but everybody here on this podcast and everybody in chat helps really helps keep me going and and kind of keeps me confident in myself and this is kind of like a, a safe space for me it's a haven for me and i really appreciate everybody on this podcast and everybody in chat, you are all wonderful, wonderful people, and you are part of the reason that I am able to get out of bed every morning, and I really appreciate that. Um, and uh, does does anybody have anything they want to say before we... Uh... Oh! I do have something else. Reb and Justin and I recorded a podcast a few days ago about violent video games that is going to be dropping this weekend, and also, Justin, you and Derek recorded something.
4: No. Who
0: recorded... I
4: think it was Finn and Derek.
0: It was Finn and Derek. Sorry,
1: I'm a little drunk. I know. I get I get Finn and
0: Justin
1: (laughs) up all the time. I'm
0: a little drunk right now, so I believe
4: they recorded a uh, River City Girls uh, discussion.
0: Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm look. I'm kind of hammered right now. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm kind of like I I love all you guys mode right now. Uh, but uh, (laughs) does anybody have uh anything they want to drop before we uh, sign off here?
1: liberate hong kong unionize your workplace stay hydrated
0: God, fucking <laughs> Reb covered it all right there. that's nice. what i got <laughs> that was, that was, that was it. that's
5: all that's all we got <laughs> that's really all that needs to be said um, maybe a quick shout out it's uh, world mental health day and uh, everyone knows yes, good call. everyone knows where we stand uh basically ties into everything john just said um you know just encourage people to talk be open be supportive of everyone um seek help if you need it whether that's with professionals uh, you know outreach or just with friends and family and stuff like that Um, uh, but it's everyone everyone literally everyone deals with mental health every day in one way or another and it's something that we just should all be comfortable talking about
0: yeah that's fantastic yeah absolutely jeff thank you for bringing that up damn I yeah i didn't think of that good call um and uh, and of course one last thing uh our halloween podcast we are all going to be wearing costumes uh oh god i gotta figure this out <laughs> I, we're all gonna be wearing costumes for that podcast and derek will be sitting right here next to me and we're gonna be we're gonna be tag teaming this thing right here uh with everybody on discord so it's going to be fantastic i'm really looking forward to it it's gonna be an awesome weekend and uh, Kim, i'm
1: not getting the greg suit my god
0: <laughs> wait wait well, hold on wait wait what was that? like
1: I'm what? kind of funny. For the month of October, Greg Miller has been wearing an enormous, well, it's oh, it the, pumpkin, like the the weird
0: pumpkin, pumpkin jacket. Yeah. The very
1: large pumpkin suit. Cam, bless him, went and found the pumpkin suit at a local, I believe, a Halloween store of some kind. And took a photo with it. That was incredibly intense. Um, and now Cam thinks, I am going to go find the pumpkin suit and wear it.
0: I think you should rep. I, Reb, I, I will listen. not be
1: doing this. I have a better plan. It does not involve a pumpkin suit.
0: So when
1: the fuck am I gonna wear a pumpkin suit outside? No.
0: <laughs> so no, wait point, I will not be getting the pumpkin. Wait suit. point set in chat says John will be dressed as his pumpkin <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, and then Jeff said John and Derek should be ice climbers. That's not a bad idea, Jeff.
2: Ooh, yeah, Jeff, that's that, real mm. good,
0: Jeff. Mm. That's real good. Mm. Holy shit. I'm... Didn't you and Derek
4: have. Oh, you know costume what? You know what? Honestly, ago,
1: they
2: did.
0: The They're supposed to dress you know?
1: as Wario and Waluigi.
0: Honestly, we we'll, haven't we'll, had we'll, that we'll, happen. We'll, we'll, we'll probably just dress as Wario and Waluigi, to be honest with you. I don't,
1: don't believe you're going to dress as Waluigi. I don't, you don't think, think you're going to do it. No, don't I don't know, think I will. you, will. you don't think I will. I don't fucking think you will. I don't.
0: Are we betting? Are we betting?
1: Yeah. Are we gonna betting bet? that
0: you're going to fulfill your. Your obligation. Yeah, you be that's it. You're not
1: gonna. bet be, that You're not gonna. Okay, all right,
0: we're gonna come up with some terms. We're gonna all come right. up with some terms, and we're gonna decide okay. this weekend. Okay. John, he's I've got gonna, my terms for our bet. It.
5: Oh, Jeff has his terms, Rebecca. If right. Blue Points game is bet. if Blue Points game is not siphon filter. You have to do an entire episode in character of a fictional video game character of my choice. Ooh. You don't have to dress up necessarily, depending on, on who it, but you have to be in character <laughs> as that person. <laughs> right. I, like, I
4: like this one a this lot. This is good. This is tasty. <sighs> okay. All
5: right. All right. All right. All right. Okay.
0: okay. Cool. All right. All right. I'm here for it. I agree. I agree to the terms, Jeff.
1: Well, you gotta come up with some terms for Jeff if you lose. We don't have to do that right now. I I I almost got
2: to
5: Does he? Does he have to come up with terms? (laughs) I I know. know. I I want you
1: guys to see Jeff do something ludicrous for a chance. How about this? (laughs) If
5: if I lose, I will play through Final Fantasy VI in its entirety.
1: Ooh!
5: I've never played it. No, no.
1: Take the bet. Take the bet. You don't
5: take have to bet. play, you
1: have to stream yeah, it. Yeah, take
3: that bet. Take that bet. You have to bet. stream
5: it. Yeah, take I that bet. I, cool I don't one. want to commit to streaming it because that's going to take me a lot longer depending on my schedule. It's easier okay, if I just... Okay, all
1: right, all right. Take fair, the bet. Enough, fair. fair enough,
5: fair enough. I take the bet. The yeah. terms are acceptable. That's a
1: really good one.
0: The terms
5: are No accepted. one
1: loses that bet. Zero people lose that Yeah, out.
3: nobody loses that bet.
1: <laughs> that's really good. Okay. All right,
0: before we sign off, show of hands, how many people are hoping Jeff wins the bet? Mm-hmm. Oh, be fucking honest with I you. I know. Okay.
2: <laughs> I... Well, I hope
1: things... you win the bet because I want Jeff to play Final Fantasy 6 but I yeah. think Jeff's going to win the bet
5: we'll see you, you, yeah, be, you never bet on John winning something no, hey never. you know what
0: I want to bet with Anthony One... I, I want to bet yeah. with Anthony about Xenoblade 2 okay alright I want to bet I want to bet Ooh, I'm, I'm John
1: game. I've had opinions
0: <laughs> I think it's time to end the show such, res- <laughs> such disrespect for your game dad wow I'm sorry. Anyway, be good to each other. I'm drunk, okay? Be good to each other. Take care of each other. And as always, it's not always poetry and we don't always agree. But we always keep it real. So until next week, please watch after each other and enjoy your games. Have a good weekend.